Balake. Where is Balake at? There's no Balake here today. That's right, guys. I'm Blake, a.k.a. Balake, and you're listening to the Weekend Recap. We've got a wild show in store for you guys. It's been a couple weeks. The co-hosts are fired up and ready to roll on this one. We got the NBA playoffs and the play-in tournament underway. We have NHL playoff action starting to wind up, and the MLB is back. On top of all that... The NFL Draft is just days away. So, with that being said, guys, I do need to make a couple introductions here. Now, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself on standby, Christopher Crouch. you the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, gift stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, Son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! <laughs> Woo! How you doing, Bubba? <laughs> Two claps in the Ric Flair, boy. <laughs> Woo! I mean, look, dude, it's been way too long since we've all been on this show together. And speaking of we, we do have Patrick, our favorite starfish, back in action with us. And I have been hard into the studio working on this intro for him. I bet you have, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) So just so you know how the show's about to go, P. Diddy is back with us today. But let me go ahead and drop that intro for you, homie. When I came out of the darkness, something changed. I'm not exactly sure what that was, but something changed. And it's raining I have fucking missed you guys. <laughs> All right, play the real one. Except play the real one. Okay. What are you talking about? That is the real one. <laughs> no, but for real though, we do got you a pretty nice little intro happening. Let Let's give it uh, one more time for P Diddy over here. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Where's the leak, ma'am? Hey, Patrick, what am I now? Uh, stupid? No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> I, I actually really <laughs> like your 
both your intros, actually. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just for the record, I don't think people from Texas are stupid. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not a crusty crab. <laughs> you, you you drink too many Budweisers, you might find yourself with a crusty crab. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll leave that to the real men of genius, though. We we ain't going to dive into that pool like we did earlier. <laughs> the yeah, thing, Blake. <laughs> the things take, that don't get six. recorded. <laughs> I, well, no, it was recorded, but we struck it from the record. Yeah, that was that was a rabbit hole we didn't need to go down. <laughs> that was one of those, my mind's telling me no. <laughs> and my ratings. <laughs> my ratings are like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, mercy, man. boy. Look, there's so much fun that happens before the show even goes on. I mean, we really need an after dark variety pack on this bad boy, right? It is well, absolutely it is after insane. Dark. I mean, yeah. So I mean, we started at nine thirty, and we just now it was ten seventeen. Yeah, and we're just now recording again. It only took six times this time. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look here, Captain Triplets. Not everybody can knock out a baseball team with one swing, okay? (laughs) Hey, hey, you good, good, buddy? (laughs) I, I I can knock out a whole baseball team with a car. No. Well, I, I well, said you were just going to say something else. I was like, well, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say he could swallow a whole baseball team. But, I mean, Ooh. you know, that was just, that was the last Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Oh Wow. We're yeah. really going there. I'm, I'm just saying. Whoa. 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 <laughs> oh, Patrick, I've missed you, buddy. I missed you guys. <laughs> everybody had a good. Everybody had a good Easter, though? You yeah, know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it, it wasn't. Gr- it was great that I was with my family. Just the overall circumstances weren't the greatest. So we had a free hotel stay, which isn't a bad thing. But no. uh, when we got there, the pictures were very deceiving. Uh, the hallways. I swear to God, I got a freaking contact high just trying to make it to the room. I don't know if they, you, if they you, hotboxed the whole freaking they, hotel, but Jesus freaking Christ, man! It was, it was, they were having a clam bake. No, it wasn't a clam bake. I mean, it, it, I think it was a Bob Marley fest, man. I mean, it was. Uh, woo! <laughs> That's what it smelled like. Woo! So, so you're saying you stayed at the Snoop uh, the Snoop Dogg Inn? I wish I had the sound bite. <laughs> but uh the we we got the When I came about... out of the darkness, something changed. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. yeah, that's what he's saying now. <laughs> Do we need to drop the intro again? <laughs> but no, don't uh... drop the intro again. In fact, never drop that intro again. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweak it for next week. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean the first the first part was hilarious. Like when I came out of the darkness, I was like, Yes. And then all of a sudden, Rain Man came out, and I was like, you piece of shit. (laughs) God, my wife's probably looking out the window and wondering what the hell's wrong with me. (laughs) I'm singing, I'm singing, it's raining men, and there's no music she can hear, and I'm belching this motherfucker over here. (laughs) Did you mean belching? 
Because I don't think if you're belching it, you should probably go on America's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I did have some Budweiser before the show, so I mean, it, it's the tiny bubbles in my beer. But anyways, that's a cable trip. <laughs> Even if you're queer. No, <laughs> we're not going down that road. So. You know, stop it. Pull back. Pull back. Pump the brake. Pump the brake. Don't burn the pizza. Pull that motherfucker out. All right. <laughs> Keep that. Look, don't let Chris cook you any pizza, by the way. How many kids you got? <laughs> this this dude's pull out game is not strong. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> hey, it's as far as I know, mine was only bad one. Wait, your father in law doesn't listen to this show, does he? Mine? <laughs> no. no. Okay, no, okay, okay. We're one. good. We're good. <laughs> we, but my dad at work might. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he might high five you at the end of this one. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> so, speaking oh, of batter up, man, we, we've got the MLB back in the swing of things, all puns intended. So we keep up with the Miami Marlins, the Atlanta Braves, and the Tampa Bay Rays, man. And so far during the season, it hasn't been too terrible for any of these teams. So I'm looking here at the uh, the Atlanta Braves. They you're sitting at seven and four. They just had a uh, a win over the Cincinnati Reds today, taking on them, taking them five to four. The Miami Marlins. Yeah, you, you you can flip those numbers. They're sitting here at four and seven, but that's kind of what we've learned to expect out of this team <laughs> over the last three years we've been yeah. covering them. And uh, you're looking here at the Tampa Bay Rays. They, these dudes have yeah. certainly raised up to the occasion. I mean, they are sitting here 10 and 0 and the only undefeated are, team. Are in they 10 and 0? 10 are and 0. They are blowing people out. Yeah, like 11 to 0 blowouts. Yeah. Like, like everybody in their batting order fucking hits a home run or something. Now, I, I don't it's, want it's to crazy. deflate this one too much, but they did win one to nothing against the Boston Red Sox. So, I yeah, mean, okay, you you have the off days, but I mean, other than that, man, they are just they're they're on fire. I mean, they're they look really good this year. They they have, and yep. let, let, I'm trying to get their <laughs> who they've all played so far. Let's take a look here. Well, look. the first the first couple, I mean, they. They killed the A's. I mean, that's but that's like, who hasn't? <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah. and and a lot of their a lot of their people are healthy. I mean, you know, last year they were they were limping into the end of the at the end of the season, and you know they had a lot of people hurt. They, I mean, they were basically the farm team that that they were playing, and so now everybody's back. Everybody's hurt. They picked to have some additions during the offseason, <laughs> and and they're playing really good ball right now. I mean, you you hope that you know they can keep this magic up. I mean, it is a hundred and sixty-two game season, so I mean, oh, you know, the first it's a ten long season. It, yeah, it, isn't it the the longest season of any other sport? It is the longest season. Like I, I think they actually see the start of basketball. They get started before basketball's over. And they're wrapping things up about the time basketball's getting back into the swing of things. Hockey's another yeah. one of those that lasts forever, too, though. So about the time <laughs> hockey season's over, they hit the draft, and then the preseason starts. <laughs> so, well, I, mean, I, think, I 
dude, I try to catch hockey games as much as I can. Cause I just, I like watching just because like where I'm from, shoot. I mean, the dome wasn't too far away or, uh, the war memorial wasn't too far away where the, uh, Syracuse Crunch play, who was actually the farm team for the uh, Tampa Lightning. Yeah. Huh. So, so a lot of those players that I got to uh, watch moved up to the Lightning. It was pretty cool. Now, yeah, the Lightning. God. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say yeah. there. There was a whole lot of concern about the Tampa Bay race. Oh wait, no, sorry. We're still. You you mentioned the Lightning. I'm sorry. Go go down that road. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're fine. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna jump sports yet. But have they, um, um, is there still talk down there about where they're gonna, if they're actually gonna stay down there in Tampa, or if they're gonna move? Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, they are actually really close to pulling in a deal for these guys. Now, there was a lot of concern of this thing not happening. There was even talk about splitting time in Montreal and, and Tampa, also, and. Then Nashville's that name got thrown happen. into it. So, I mean, it, there's been a whole <laughs> lot of back and forth and posturing by everybody. Um, but it well, says I believe, here. I believe they're CBS, starting to build that stadium. Yeah, by CBS Sports, it says, Rays win to build redeveloped Tropicana Field in St. Pete, despite threats to leave town. So, I mean, there's certainly a deal on the table, <laughs> so, which is so are they just, a lot more to say about doing? what it was. Are they just redoing the stadium, or are they going to build them a whole another one? I think they're going to build them another one, but it's going to be right there in the same spot. And they're not obviously not the same footprint, but right there, kind of like the Titans are doing. So it says hoping, Tropicana Field site and to develop the area's 86, 86 acres with international real estate investment and development group Heinz. Oh, Heinz Field, so, huh? So in addition to so, a stadium, the proposed building. They propose building a senior living facility, 40,000 square feet. That seems a little irrelevant to all that information. But uh, so, so they're, they're basically, they're basically going to build a battery around it like Atlanta did when they built their new stadium. <clears throat> they're going to put stuff around it to draw tourists in and stuff like that. And then, you know, but isn't, isn't that in a bad location, though? I mean, isn't it? That's been the biggest thing about this is the location of Tropicana. <laughs> Because it's 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 the not nicest a, place. It's the nicest part of that area. Well, it, it's hard just to get in and out. I mean, St. Pete oh, is a tiny little yep. peninsula. But oh, well, it's not just that there's no parking, and you're parking like two miles away from the friggin' uh, place, and you're having to walk through like a bad neighborhood to get to. <laughs> like I, you I go through Dodge City park. to get there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Look, you don't, so, you don't know nothing about Dodge City. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what it's saying. It says the stadium would be financed separately. The Heinz and Rays proposal offered the most money to the city for development rights with an aggressive timeline that would guarantee a new ballpark by 2028. So, well, that's, good. that's aggressive. Yeah, well, I mean, wasn't the Titans trying to build a 60,000 uh, seat yeah, stadium in two years? <laughs> that yeah, is not I mean, quite come to yeah, fruition yet. By the end of the by the end of the month, they'll have the go ahead, and then once they get it, it has to be, you know, it's got to go through the legal jargon and all that other stuff. And uh, I think, well, first they got to make sure people show up, so they got to start playing. Oh, they'll we'll, show we'll up. get into they'll that shortly. <laughs> <But> <laughs> they, like to, 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I take a, I had to take a little stab at it. I had to take a stab oh, at it. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We'll see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we're taking the Vanderbilt route. We're we're lessening our seat, so it looks like we sell out every single time. Oh mercy! Y'all there, there you go. Y'all are killing me. But uh, it, it's good to see baseball back, man. Uh, especially with what's gone on with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Tom Brady retiring. There is no clue what's going to happen to this team, other than what everybody feels. Yeah, no, I, I just well, they got ba- they got Baker Mayfield, and he's not a bad quarterback. He got a bad rap. I mean, he was doing good at, uh, with the Browns. Was he? <laughs> well, I, don't he's, I don't think he's that bad. Of co- I mean, he's, he he okay. had some good commercials so, at home with Baker. I mean, <laughs> I'm not mad okay, about those. So, let, me, let me put this in a way. He is like another uh, Matthew Stafford. If he yeah. goes to a team, all I was saying was Matthew Stafford, hell of a quarterback. If he left the Lions, then he was going to go to a Super Bowl. What happened? The year he left the Lions, where'd he do? He, yeah. yeah. He won the Super Bowl. I mean, he didn't do shit else, but he won a Super Bowl. He did exactly <laughs> what I said he was going to do. Look, and he certainly got a good talent around him. You you got Mike Evans. This dude has gone for a 1,000 yards since he's been an NFL player. You, you got Chris Godwin. I mean, so, I mean, it's not like yeah. they're struggling in the area as far as targets go. Well, the one yeah, area well, they are you lacking is, is the Gage run too. game. Yeah, Russell Gage yeah, Russell is fantastic. Gage. Russell Gage is definitely, I think, underrated. And uh, I I had him on my uh, fantasy. And <laughs> when, what was it, Godwin? got injured for a while Look, he stepped in and I, I think when they fantastic. picked up Julio Jones the smartest play would be going with his backup oh, yeah. <laughs> so. preach preach been there God. Look, I, I remember the Julio a, Jones the Julio Jones that they got was not the Julio Jones that they thought they were getting there was the yep, exact same yep. Damn Julio Jones that came from Atlanta and Tennessee, so I don't know what the hell they were thinking they were going to get different. Yeah. <laughs> Look, when when I saw that they had picked him up, I was like, oh, God, they just don't know. <laughs> and I think me and Chris roasted that one. And, and Yusuf oh, was a yeah. little excited to, to have Julio come, and now we got that veteran presence, Julio Jones. No. <laughs> no, you know. No. <laughs> That's not Mike Jones. Nobody, you know, nobody's singing who? about this guy. Exactly. Who? Uh, Julio <laughs> Jones. <laughs> that, that's who. I mean, I'm just saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, uh, Jones. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> who Jones, right? <laughs> but uh, he was certainly a shell of himself, man, and it's uh, that hamstring. Uh, does he not stretch? That that was my biggest thing. How can you just have a bad hamstring for like four years when you didn't play? I don't get it. Well, in 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 football years, the dude was like eighty years old. I mean, especially for being a wide receiver. I mean, it, it was just it was it was a failed experiment. The last year he was in Atlanta, it was a failed experiment when he went to the Titans and it was an even bigger implosion whenever he went to Tampa Bay. The only thing he was in the Tampa Bay was chasing the ring because he thought Tom Brady was going <laughs> to participation trophy. Of, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Look, and, well, before we, we, we get to the participation out. trophies in the NFL, let, let's talk about a trophy that actually means something. The Stanley Cup playoffs, man. 
We are starting yeah. to see teams posture and position themselves to make a run at Lord Stanley's Cup here. And I'm going, so this is if the playoffs started today. You would have the Colorado Avalanche and the Boston Bruins would be your top teams. But uh, I want to talk about the wild card spots because that's where I'm not seeing a familiar name, and it bums me out, man. So give us young people some time. Give us young people some time. We've we got the Florida Panthers have positioned themselves into the wild card what? number one spot. You know, right out of uh, Sunrise, Florida, and who now, are they? <laughs> I know I had to do a Google search myself. It's the team that Florida forgets that they have. <laughs> but uh, you also have the New York Islanders sitting there in that number two spot for wild cards. And let's get over here. You have the Seattle Kraken. These dudes are sitting with the one spot over here on the uh, – Lord, I'm drawing a blank. Seattle Kraken? Yeah, the Seattle Kraken. So, I mean, that they – Way out of this NHL thing. Well, they've got some. They, they've got some badass looking jerseys. As bad do. as I don't like them, they they got some yeah. badass looking jerseys. And, and you got the Winnipeg Jets filling out that last wild card spot. Uh, but here's what I don't see: the Nashville Predators. We've got the Tampa Bay Lightning, and these dudes, year in year out, have been just fantastic. But that's kind of what I got used to seeing with the Nashville Predators. And I, if it started today, <laughs> they just ain't going to be there. And I don't know when no. the last time – I need to do a Google search. But when was the last time the Nashville Predators did not make the playoffs? Uh, I think it was a – I want to say it was eight or nine years ago. They're playing Calgary right now, and, and they're up. Well, last time I looked, it, they're up one to nothing, and them losing to the Jets. Um, what's the, the, today's Monday? The, them losing to the Jets on Saturday kind of hurts their chances. They're going to need they're going to need the Jets to to lose, and we're going to have to win out. But well, what happened after trade deadline? We got rid of a whole bunch of people um, and a whole bunch of veterans and. Uh, you know, Deshane's injury, which I'm sure everybody's already seen the picture of. He he blocked a puck with his hand, and the tip of his finger got uh, cut off. He took his glove off, and the tip Ooh. of his finger was still inside of it. Um, like some Johnny, God, what what's the uh, the football player's name? The safety that ripped the tip of his pinky off because it was just like torn halfway off. He was like, screw it, I didn't need it anyway, so he could get back into the game. Uh, I think his last name was Locke or, or something like that, L-O-C-H-T or something like that. But Jesus Christ, I mean, you are an absolute badass <laughs> if you yeah. come out missing a finger and, oh, yeah. and you're ready to go back in. <laughs> I mean, well, we're I mean, not talking dislocation. Look at St. Pierre, blew off his fingers and still played football. Well, yep. he's an idiot. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about <laughs> that guy. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, he was, his heart was in the ring. His heart was in the right place. He was doing uh, fireworks for a bunch of kids. Wow. They got a little. They got a little bit more than a show that they wanted. <laughs> but, turned into a horror put it show. in reverse, Terry. <laughs> put like, it in reverse. <laughs> it went from. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
<laughs> to ah! <laughs> I'll just have it here. <laughs> but uh, it didn't go good. But I, I'm looking here. The last time, the last time the Nashville Predators missed the playoffs was 2014. So it's almost yeah. been a decade, and yep. I, I can't think of a time before then. <laughs> you know, so I mean, they have just well, been perennial playoff caliber right. teams. Right now, they're basically it's basically the Milwaukee Admirals. I mean, they're all their all of their farm system and and their a their AHL affiliate <laughs> and some the Admirals. They're they're all up here playing right now. We only have, um, well, actually Soros and McDonough and well, their systems and training. So we have we have some of the veterans up here, but the majority of the of the young kids are playing now um, with Johansson getting cut by the skate and his leg is, is pretty, it was a, it was a pretty nasty injury. Yeah. And uh, Forsberg has a concussion and they don't think that even, even if they were able to squeak in the playoffs, I don't think that they're expecting him back. Um, Yossi has been day to day for almost a month now. And I don't know that, I don't know if they're just waiting to see if they're going to end up coming back or or not if they make the playoffs. But he's a, he's supposedly close to coming back. But I mean, it's basically just the young guys and and Soros having to stand on his head and, and steal some games. And you know, they're I, I'll, I'll give I'll give those those kids all the credit in the world. They are playing their hearts out. And you know, with with Hines give it what it is. I mean, I don't personally like the guy because he hasn't really done anything. He he has gotten those kids to, to play really well. So uh, maybe we can squeak in, but we're going to need some help and we're going to have to win out in order to do it. <laughs> so would you say there's children on the Predators? Oh, well, this guy. This guy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> are, are you not oh, a – so, so who, who's Epstein. the team? Who's the team that Jeffrey you Epstein's for? your new mascot? <laughs> see, 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 that was that was before the show. That was the show before the show. Oh god, yeah, yeah, that's the show before the show. We ain't going that way. That's a rabbit hole we need to stay out of. So, so Patrick, who's your hockey team? Who do you pull for? Uh, I. I'd probably pull for the Tampa Bay Rays. Or the Tampa, you got me all good, but lightning. I like baseball football. <laughs> I, I need me a football bat. Lightning. I, I like turtles. I, I like turtles. Oh, Look at God. all those chickens. Jesus Christ, man. Oh, no, I, I would. I know I would save lightning if I were to have to root for a hockey team. So you don't have a team back in New York you pull for? No, I don't root for the Rangers or the Islanders. Oh, man, you're so lucky I don't have a bandwagon song to strike up for you. But all right, we, we, we can let you ride the the, uh, the boat parade. We, we need everybody on the flotilla. We can make that, that work out. I've liked the Lightning ever since I moved to this coast of Florida. Yeah, well, I can't be mad about I it moved, that. And I, moved to, and I moved to Florida in 2004. That's the year I graduated. That was a good year. 2004. Yes, that was the year I graduated. It's almost like we Ooh, know each other. Yeah, God, I know. Look, 
I, I was talking to uh, my aunts and my uncles, and we were going over a few things. I was like, man, look, I'm almost 40 years old. And then it hit me. I was like, damn, I'm almost 40 years old. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Let me take it back. Hey, right. look. I'm, I'm not quite my mid-30s. <laughs> All right, shut up. <clears throat> now... <laughs> So we I still got look the, like I'm in my twenties, though. <laughs> I mean, just because you still aren't tall enough to ride the rides, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 I ride all that the doesn't rides, quantify man. you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna behave. I'm gonna <laughs> behave. I'm all right, Steven. All right. What is it? <laughs> when I came out of the darkness, right. something oh, changed. Jesus. I'm not exactly sure what that <laughs> was, but something changed. And that's how you're tall enough to ride that ride, huh? <laughs> Blake, you're getting, you're getting ready. I'm gonna slap that beard into a hairpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm getting thin up top on me. That's the whole point of the beard. It might be a comb around. <laughs> Look, we uh, speaking of comb around, let, let, let's come around to a different league real quick. So we we got the NHL playoffs getting ready to go into effect. But one thing we do have happening starting tomorrow is the play-in tournament for the NBA playoffs. You got the Atlanta Hawks taking on the Miami Heat at 7.30. You got the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Los Angeles Lakers at 10 o'clock. Chicago Bulls against the Raptors at 7. And the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Pelicans at 9.30. Man, they kind of got these times all jumbled up. It's kind of weird. But on that end, the playoffs start tomorrow for the NBA, guys. Are you guys ready for it? Uh well my team's not in it so who's your team I I would go with the Lakers ever since Kobe came into the league man I mean they're in the play-in tournament they they got the Minnesota Timberwolves who do they got on their team I mean they don't even have Kevin Love anymore that that was a terrible well, thing that happened with Cleveland there Well did you not see what the Timberwolves did last night they started punching each other in their own huddle yeah. and then their best their their best defense broke his hand. <laughs> Broke his hand because he decided to punch a wall because he was mad at it. They so, just wouldn't kick their mad. own asses, man. I, I did. I did read about that. <laughs> oh yeah, they're falling apart. <laughs> they, yeah, they took the approach. Of, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was like a uh, liar, liar. Sir, what are you doing? I'm beating my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did. I normally you see when I was list. I was listening to a radio show this morning going in, and, and the way they were talking, I was like, "Damn, they got into a fight last night with the other team." And then they kept talking. I was like, "Oh shit, they fought each other." <laughs> so, yeah. like, this ain't, so clearly the chemistry is gone. <laughs> this ain't going to so work out. It's, it's safe to say they're in a rebuild stage. I mean. Yeah, Re- rebuilding his hand, rebuilding relationships. <laughs> so, oh, Reconstruction mercy. surgery. We can call him RoboCop soon. RoboCop, there we go. So uh, the actual first round of the playoffs, though, that's going to happen this weekend. And uh, you're looking at the New York Jets taking on the 76ers. You got the New York Knicks taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Phoenix Suns. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see how Kevin Durant 
and Phoenix is going to gel in this one, man. He didn't have a whole lot of time with the team. It's kind of a real shitty time of the year to try to build chemistry with the team. Look look how well that's working out with uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, uh, Jokovic over there. So, I mean, it's... Kind of yeah, weird that waters. was that was a that was a disaster. Had, did you see their record? They had like a ninety six percent chance to to get into the playoffs when after trade deadline, and they missed the playoffs bad. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even they only won. I don't even know if they won ten games past after the trade deadline when they picked up Kyrie. It, it's the Kyrie I, effect, I, man. That dude is oh might yeah, be cancer. That wouldn't touch him. Oh anymore. yeah. No, uh-huh. a soggy shit sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, and but the bad thing is, he's 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 a good ball player. He's selfish, but I mean, he's he's a, he's a good ball player. But he just he wants to be a one man show. And I mean, I, they already have a one man show down there. I mean, you you. you and he's it's easily just, the best. Not I'm not talking Kyrie. I'm talking Jokovic here. He's easily the best player. On the court, and it doesn't matter who they're playing. Oh yeah, I mean the dude is dad bod personified, and he kind of he's not overly athletic. He just kind of lulls you to sleep, and just he's an assassin, man. He is just absolutely oh, yeah. amazing for how unathletic he looks. I mean, this is like watching Charles Barkley try to play basketball right now, but he, he makes it work. <laughs> so I mean, unless you bring in Kyrie, you know, like that's it. terrible. It's terrible. terrible. It's just terrible. I love Charles Barkley. That's just terrible. That's I, I, just terrible. I love watching him and Shaq together. I mean, they are absolutely fantastic. Shaq, yeah, oh, Shaq by Shaq. far is the funniest person in America. <laughs> so I, I watched Charles Barkley walk up and hit Shaq, and Shaq turned around like, what the hell? And Charles Barkley's hauling ass the other direction like, please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it was... I, I love watching those two together. I mean, they're just absolute gold. I mean, you throw that that's kinda like watching The Rock and Kevin Hart and you throw Charles oh, yeah, Barkley yeah. and Shaq together. If you have those four guys in the room, I'm buying a ticket. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. It's it's just gonna be a good time every time, man. But back to the playoffs. We got the Miami Heat and we got the Memphis Grizzlies. We would have the Orlando Magic, but they suck. <laughs> they just don't know how to oh. not suck. <laughs> so, crap for crepes. Crap, crap for, for crepes. crepes, man. And so Patrick wasn't part of that campaign. So uh, apparently there's oh. just like seven foot tall French guy that Yusuf let yeah. us know about. So we, we came up with the term crap for crepes, you know, instead of oh, suck for cool. luck. So, yeah, but uh, that it was funny. It, it, it was there. at the time, but then they said challenge accepted. We're going to suck again. <laughs> yeah, and they tried. So yeah, they went you know, from crap to crepes to sock for crepes. Well, I so. heard, I heard through the grapevine that they might uh, try to get Bronny. Bronny, could you imagine well, LeBron James down here in Orlando with Bronny? He's, well, no, he's coming. Well, he's, he's going wherever his son goes, and he'll he'll probably take a pay cut to do it too. Like, oh yeah, he well he's been he's been said he would. Well, because he was trying to get his son on the Lakers. But with his draft stock rising, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So no. here's the thing, you know, Patrick, you're mid thirties. So I don't, did you, did you really get to watch Michael Jordan play in his prime or was he just, was he a little bit past yes. what your interest level was? 
I no, I watched I watched Michael play with Scotty Pippen and freaking uh Dennis the Rodman, crazy wait, wait, did you watch did you watch the first three Pete or the second three Pete? You know something I don't know. Look, look, let's not well, rush the numbers with, too quick, okay? It, <laughs> was it with was it with Dennis Rodman and and Steve Kerr and um uh Tony Kukoc and I'll, I'm sorry, I'm I'm I love the Bulls. I I I love watching Jordan and all of them play. So I watched all I watched oh, all I, six. I, numbers, I, yeah, no, I I loved watching. Jordan See, play. I no, what used I'm, to want to be like Jordan, but I was too white and short. <laughs> and then the genetics <laughs> happened, and oh fuck! Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, Captain Quick Draw couldn't get the tall one out. Way to go! What the hell, man? <laughs> so, no, but uh, what I'm trying to get I at. To get my, I used to get my step stool out and dunk like Michael. <laughs> so you're talking a eight foot or a ten foot ladder? <laughs> hey man, I, I got some, for someone who's five three. I got some ups, buddy. I mean, probably not now because my knees are gone. <laughs> well, when I came out of darkness, I, just saying, I don't I'm not exactly sure what that was. What happened to your knees? And. <laughs> was there a Bud Light can involved? <laughs> Set myself up for that one. Yeah, walked right into it. The mouth wide open, homie. <laughs> now, no, but what I'm getting at is you, you get the comparison between LeBron James and Michael Jordan. And, and you know, you ask LeBron James who the greatest player in the NBA, NBA is, and he's going to say him every time. You ask Michael oh, yeah. Jordan the same thing, and he won't even say he's the greatest because That's he'll sit you know there and tell great. you, I did not get to play with the greats before me. And yep. here's the other thing. Nobody's chasing LeBron, man. Jordan is still <laughs> the standard. So if the when they finally switch over and they're trying to compete with what LeBron James has done, that's when you can start – Having people say you're the greatest. That's not something you self-proclaim. Congrats, you shot a lot of basketballs. But guess what Kareem didn't have? A three-pointer. That didn't exist when he set the scoring record. So it, that was done with two-point shots. And, and you're ecstatic about beating a guy that you never got to play with. You might be comparable to Kareem. But I mean, you're but not this, comparable this all to... Boil down. I think Kobe was better than LeBron. Exactly. And that's what I Thank argue you. with people. It's like, you're not even the greatest Laker. <laughs> you know, until well, you're the best Laker, don't sit there and tell me that you're the best player of all time. But those they, the Lakers have shoes to fill, uh, and you, no one can fill those shoes. And that's well, spelled C-O-B-E, or K-O-B-E, I should say. You know, well, Kobe yeah. Bryant. You, you don't even know how to fucking spell. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> that was that was that was Tennessee spelling. But uh, <laughs> I'm educated. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven help the students I teach, right? But no, I, and and honestly, and honestly, this has been my gripe, and this is why I didn't watch basketball for a while. And and completely honest, I I don't I don't 
I, I've just now recently within the past couple of years started listening, started watching it again. And it, it kind of just sucks to watch because, you know, growing up in the nineties, we had, you had, you had Jordan, the Detroit Pistons come up with a defense. Yeah. They, they came up with a defense just to stop Jordan. That were they can and and if you watch if you watch you know the last thing they tell you that and I mean these dudes were it was on a everyday night where someone was getting bloodied and everything else. Now if you look at someone wrong, it's a foul. I mean it's that's it. I mean it's not it's not you you can you can take two two steps. I mean you can dribble the ball twice. After the after uh, past mid court, and then walk to the basket, and they don't call travel. I mean, it's just it's, it's gotten to the point where it's it's almost comical, and it, it wasn't basketball like it used to be. I mean, even even before you know, you when I was pretty much about every sport now. True, true. I mean, you know, I I watched you know the uh, Baltimore bullies or or the bullies of baltimore or something like that the thing where they were talking about the uh the ravens who won it in 2000 for the super bowl and i mean shannon sharp sit there and tell you you want to see old school football you want to watch old school football you watch you go and watch the tape of baltimore versus the titans oh yeah any any Andy any George during that year oh my Goodness, I mean, you want to talk about two teams that hated each other, and every single time they hit you, they wanted to break a bone. I mean, those were those were some of the best football games. No. And yes, it, it has gotten that way now, <clears throat> and rightfully so because I mean, you know, some of these dudes were just getting well knocked the hell out. But yeah, all the see, time, Charles Barkley Don't wants to weigh in on the uh, the current state of affairs of uh, the NBA. That's terrible. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> thank, thank you for calling in, Chuck. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> Hold on. Did you? <laughs> That's great. No. <laughs> but, uh, I'm cross-eyed. That's why I miss my free throws. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Chuck, come on, Chuck. <laughs> again i love charles and Shaq, man they're the best you know but uh no dude the nba just ain't what it was you know look at the one foul that lebron james got to end the game he got smacked on the wrist and he starts fleeing in and flailing and winds up hitting one of his coaches and his little tantrum he's throwing it's just ridiculous i mean i i just I can't. I, honestly, I can't get into really watching it anymore. Like I'm going to tell you, um, I, and this sounds funny, but you watch and you, you find the game towards the end of the game and you watch about the last six or seven minutes of it, and it's a little bit more enjoyable, especially if it's a close game. If it's blowout, you just turn <laughs> it and don't worry about it anyway. But, yeah. I, I mean, you, you watch the last little bit and – it's it's a little bit more enjoyable because I'm I'm kind of like I, I'm I'm to the point to where I can't sit and watch a full basketball game unless it's towards the finals or or and stuff like that. But it's just it's it's not basketball anymore. I mean it's it's who can who can dribble the quickest and and everything else and, and who can 
Euro money step changed their way. the sport. You, you want to know what it is? Do you really want to know what it is? Oh, God. Here we go. That's terrible. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I'm, so happy, I'm so happy you did that because I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. Yeah, I did too. You could do oh, I forgot to hit stop. <laughs> Stupid commercials. Get off my screen with your propaganda. You didn't pay for that shit. <laughs> so, speaking of, if you'd love to sponsor the show, please reach out to us at Blake at theweekendrecap.net. Uh, we're willing to bring on sponsors people that are interested into the show and we like to do what we call marketing. Clearly we're going to have a very niche market. So the the way I try to explain our show format, if you take Kevin Hart, Joe Rogan and Dan Patrick, and you had a threesome with them, you've got the weekend recap. (laughs) Look, it is Absolutely full sin radio over here on this side, guys. And I do want to give a shout out to Glenn the Animal Man. This dude has put on this show for us every week since we left the station. So big shout out to him. Love what you do for us. Thank you for being on with the show and partnering with us there, guys. But uh, again, if you'd like to sponsor this show, you can easily reach out to me at Blake, B L A K E at theweekendrecap.net. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you do. We'll get back to you, and we can certainly promote your brand, your company, the things that you do, and hopefully make each other famous on this end. Now, here's the other thing. You can follow us on Facebook. Find us there. The Weekend Recap. We just eclipsed a 1,000 followers. So, huge benchmark on our end. The show's been growing. It's, it's been full steam ahead, guys. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google Podcasts. So, wherever you listen to your podcast, just search The Weekend Recap. Hit the alerts. Hit the follow. Whatever that bell is to let you know that we've got a new show dropping. Because I, I want to let you know, here at Full Sin Studios... We don't hold our punches back. And with that being said, let's dive off into some NFL conversation because we've got some things that have developed. But what do you got for us, Patrick? Uh, Oh, Jesus, I just lost it. Just lost it. What about your Tua information there, buddy? Oh, yeah. So so I was watching – I watched this guy named Barry Cunningham or cunning to something like that on uh, YouTube. Yeah. And he follows Miami. He breaks down certain plays and everything, like a lot further than all these other analysts say they do. And he actually shows you. So there is a video that leaked with um, Tua working with River Craycraft with, uh, I think Tyreek was there and uh, Jalen Waddle. And Tua put on some weight. Oh. Like, muck. Like, packed it on. Like uh, Golden Corral buffet line weight? Or what are we talking about? No, here? no. I, I mean, like, his traps are huge. His traps are huge. Like, his traps. No, he's like, uh, so this guy breaks down the video of what he looked like, like, mid-year last year, or this past year, to now. And dude, dude's bigger. A lot bigger. Look, uh, we've been, been saying this all off season, Miami is the team to beat in the AFC. They have yep. built themselves to compete score for score with Cincinnati. 
with Kansas City, with I yep. can't really say the the Chargers. They really haven't proved nothing, but the Buffalo Bills. These guys are in a position where they can go toe to toe, and not only did they put up enough firepower, they went and solidified that defense and said, "Come at me, bro." They did. And with the new defensive coordinator, with the new defensive coordinator, I think this defense is going to definitely step up. Man, they were a healthy Tua away from going to the Super Bowl last year. And I wholeheartedly believe that. We were two catches away from going to beat the Bills. So it was, it was nothing against, nothing against, um, Oh my God! I'm drawing the blank. Nothing against our third string quarterback. He was amazing. He did, for a rookie to sit third yeah, string. Skylar Thompson. That, Skylar Thompson. Yes, thank you very much. I was going to say it, it jumbled up and all over the place. Don't worry. They but, had uh, a bunch of concussions last year. That they, they ain't going to remember none of this. <laughs> too sir. Sorry. Too sir. Sorry. So Miami's still my pick. <laughs> It, no, you pick somebody else because <laughs> as soon as you pick Miami, two of them are going down. Fucking pick somebody else. Don't come here with that voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> but I still think the Browns are going to have a hard time. I I don't care who they pick up. I still think the they're going to have a hard time. Look, they, they've got a and, hard time in the massage parlor. I mean, they just need to kind of work some things out. That's all they got to. No, that's what got that's what got Watson in the. In this mess to begin with, he had some hard things and he tried to get him worked out. And apparently, yeah. the, you know, I mean, what is it, 24, 24 accusations or something like that? That's involved. Real man of genius. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that is not genius. If he was a real man of genius, he would have listened. No means no. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was listening oh, to Jay Z. I've got 99 problems and my masseuse ain't one. <laughs> oh boy, was he wrong? <laughs> yeah, he, he had ni- he had 99 problems and a masseuse was everyone. <laughs> yeah. Look, okay, can can can, can we can we? I, I know where the road we're heading down, and so I'm going to preface this by saying. You know, the Browns wanted Deshaun Watson so bad, which I can't understand. They screwed the whole market up by guaranteeing all of this money. He has a fully guaranteed contract. And all other 31 NFL owners are so pissed at the Haslam's that it's not even funny. Because now everybody and their, everybody and their daddy's going to want a fully guaranteed contract. And you gave it to someone who sucks. And all these other quarterbacks no. are better than him. In his defense, he was not the one doing the sucking. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> nobody <laughs> was. <laughs> nobody was. That's why he got in trouble. But okay. So if you really break it, if you really break this down, what makes what makes a quarterback truly legendary? Like, let's say uh, Tom Brady, the Actress. fact that he was willing to take hold, pump the brakes, okay? There. <laughs> so. <laughs> He was willing to take pay cuts to bring in other weapons to make the team great. All these people, they're demanding money. Oh, I'm a really good player. Okay, but what makes you a good player? You can throw the ball pretty accurate. You can do all these things. But you're going to throw to third-string uh, third string talent. You're not going to be able to throw to top talent because now the salary cap, we can't get nobody else in here because you wanted all this damn money. 
but that I mean that's been the thing all along. I mean, you know, everybody wants to hate on hate on the Patriots and and how how they did business when they won all of those Super Bowls. I mean that 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 was the blueprint. I mean, Tom Brady shows you the blueprint. You want to be as good as Tom Brady. You want to be able to win as many championships as Tom Brady. Stop being as selfish as what everybody else was or as everybody else is, and let them divide the money up between everybody. I mean, let them go out and pay and, and get you some <clears throat> get you some good wide receivers and things like that. See, and, and to me, going back to the Dolphins, this is the Dolphins' last year, if, if oh, you ask me. In, this is, this is, yeah, this is their shot because you're going to end up having your – two is still on a rookie contract. So yeah. – the you have the money to maneuver option. right now. Yeah. And so so what's going to happen when Tua wants to get paid? Because Tua deserves to get paid, especially if they go to the Super Bowl. So Tua deserves to get paid. So who's going to get cut out? You're going to have to miss some people. And yeah, but at the same time, I don't think Tua is like an Aaron Rodgers or a Lamar no, Jackson. No. Or in the fact that he is going to be like, I want this team around me. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure I get a, a decent contract. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, he's going to be like, well, I want to win. That's what I want to do. So what can we do to make, make us win? Exactly. And, and too many people, too many people are all I and not we. And, and that's just, I, look, I understand you're a professional football athlete and, you know, you only have a certain amount of time that you can play the sport and, more power to you for trying to get as much money as you can. But if you're actually out there for the love of the game and to win the trophy and to go to Super Bowls and to have your name up there, you know, in the Hall of Fame one day, and <clears throat> that that's how you do it. I mean, you're not you're not trying to be as selfish as what you you know as what some of these guys are. That's why I don't. I honestly don't think that. <clears throat> That Rodgers will ever win another Super Bowl because he wants too much money. Lamar's never going. I don't think he'll ever. Not, well, he see, be, since we're on the Lamar pro, thing, I, I think he just had a big old slice of humble pie because the Baltimore Ravens put him out there and said, "If you can nobody get it, wanted go get to pay it. it," and nobody wanted to pay it. Well, and, but here's the other the thing: I, I think this whole "I'm trying to find a new team" thing is over. Because they just signed Odell Beckham Jr. to what fourteen well, million? But, yeah, right. but they're getting they're getting a, a he's got two surgeries on his ACL. Well, no, but yeah. I don't think you're going to make that kind of investment if you had no intentions of Lamar Jackson being back there. And, and well, I would Lamar, imagine there's been some form of conversation going on for that just to even develop because fourteen million is not a drop in the bucket. That's still a pretty substantial hit on the salary cap there. Lamar doesn't have an option, though. Exactly. He's under contract. He's, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. He can sit out, and and that's more power to him. Hell, Huntley's got an arm. I mean, he's not, I mean, he's still young, but Huntley's got an arm. He can still throw the same passes that Lamar can do. He can still run out of the pocket just like Lamar can. So why not? I mean, if I'm the Ravens, the Ravens did what they did on purpose. They knew nobody was going to sit there. They knew nobody was going to sit there and have a qualifying offer. If the Ravens wanted to give him the money, they have the money to give it to him. All they are, all they're doing is just buying time. 
I, I don't blame the Ravens for what they did because if, okay, say it was the Titans who sit there and wanted them. Okay, well, the Titans, we're going to give you $150 million guaranteed. <clears throat> Here you go. Well, you know what the Ravens are going to do? We're going to give you $150 million guaranteed. Well, if we're that tired of you, okay, yeah, fine. Go go ahead and go to the Titans. And now the Titans have to give up the next two, uh, I believe it's first round or second round. Two it's, first it's, round it's picks. Big. Yeah, there you go. There ain't no way in hell I would take Captain Ayahuasca before I would take ooh, Lamar Jackson. Did, <laughs> have you heard his new theme song, by the way? Oh, ooh. I have. You have? My, so, who's? You had Captain Ayahuasca. Is it is it is it oh, the theme song for Cheech and Chong? No, it's it's kind of a uh, a remix of one of our favorite uh, Lion King songs. It goes, Oh Lord, Ayahuasca, I'm sipping on some hippie tea in a dark room. Oh, my <laughs> go back, go back to the studio, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody's been drinking too much tonight. Yeah, uh, well, you know, it, it's past somebody's bedtime. Oh, it most certainly <laughs> is. Four o'clock comes early, and it is. We're almost there. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but I, I want to. We're talking about quarterbacks, and you mentioned Tennessee. Tennessee has actually put a whole lot of time into researching these quarterbacks in the draft. They just had, uh, looks like they got Will Levis coming to town. Uh, They spent a lot of time there checking out uh, Hendon Hooker, you know, Anthony Richardson. So there's been a lot of due diligence by. uh, I heard heard that Hooker can play. By Ray Carthon, man. And it it just kind of has you scratching your head now. Let me, let me, let me run something by you boys. So I was talking to. My uncle and my cousin, uh, what was it? we didn't do a show last week, so it was it was last Thursday. So we were all <clears throat> we were all sitting there and we were talking about the quarterbacks that were coming. We were talking about Hooker, we were talking about Richardson, and we were talking about you know Young. And obviously, Young is is probably the best out of all of them. Oh, absolutely. Then you got Stroud, who was who was okay. You've got. Richardson, who has an arm, he has talent. But what I'm worried about is between his ears. Yeah. I don't think he has the mental capacity in order to in order to play in the NFL. Look, I don't, from I don't what I watched that's... over the uh, the Gators football season, the dude was just not that consistent. He wasn't no. as <clears throat> accurate as you would want a franchise quarterback to be. Well, he, he's somebody you can stick in a third string or a second string spot and try to work on. And if, yeah. and if it doesn't happen, he ends up getting traded or cut. Look, well, we did that and, with and, Malik and, Willis. <laughs> well, so I'm no, good. no, 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 no. But Malik was, uh, I, I never liked him even at Liberty. I mean, he, I think he was a system quarterback and, and that's kind of what brings me around to hooker. I'll, I'll like hooker. I think that he would be, you know, a good fit. I think he needs to sit a year. But, you know, we were we were talking about all the traits for the different quarterbacks and things like that. And I think one of the traits that's going to get Hooker is was he a niche system quarterback? Like, like they're not not everybody. You know, you don't you don't run that up-tempo, fast offense that UT runs in the pros. So was he just a product of that type of offense 
or can he show that he can do others? You know, you know, play. He's not just a one game. trick. He's not just a one exactly. trick pony. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I think right now, if I was the Titans at eleven, now it is a stretch, and you are overpaying for him if you choose him at eleven. To be completely honest, I think you take him, you let him sit behind Tannehill, you let him get healthy. You let him learn the playbook. You let him learn things. And I think he has more upside than Malik does. Uh, Malik don't is, let, Malik don't let him learn anything from Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> don't let him learn anything. You have the football or you have the quarterback's coach teach him Look, better than Ryan Tannehill did. Y'all you know, are probably going to think I'm crazy for this. But I, if it wasn't for his knee injury, I think he would have been a top three quarterback in this draft. I really do. Ryan Tannehill or who? Hooker. Hendon oh, Hooker. Oh, Hooker. Oh yeah, yeah. I, no, I can see that. So, but uh, I, now this is going to be one of the craziest draft classes for every position, oh, though. Excited. Really, if you look at it, it's just it's it's not just a a quarterback draft. It's it's a quarterback. It's a running back draft. It, there's wide receivers out there that are freaking phenomenal. Oh, I, I honestly, man. I mean, it's just they're a lot oh, yeah. of positions are stacked on the top end of this draft. Well, that's what, okay, that brings me back to Miami. We haven't done anything. <laughs> they ain't going to draft nobody this year. What are you talking about? They're out of draft They picks. haven't. <laughs> no, we still have a third-round pick and a couple of picks. But, <laughs> no, but, like, we haven't we haven't beefed up that line on the right side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. I mean, yes, we brought a new right. offensive line coach in, but is that going to help them? Or are they too far set in a certain way that they're not going to be able to be taught how to get out of that. Well, yeah. But but this year's draft is so deep in linemen, dude. I mean, it's it's I mean, you'll you'll be able to easily get a really good lineman and in the oh, yeah. second and third round. I mean, there there's just so many people. You know, you have you have the top 5 quarterbacks and then you have all the linemen, and you have running backs. I mean, all the wide receivers are kind of right in there together. I mean, if there backs, is I mean, something float. There is something floating around. I did see it on a Miami page, and I did see it on uh, a Vikings page that they have been flirting with us getting Delvin Cook. Yeah, now man. it might come down to a draft day thing. And honestly, Delvin Cook can still he's still a top running back. Oh yeah. Easily, even with even even with the injuries, I yeah. mean, back on the Titans side of things, I, I I don't see it going quarterback, so to say, or at least I'm hoping not. I, I'm just hoping they make the right decision, you know, because they still got Ryan Tannehill. He is certainly serviceable, but what they need is protection. That that's where the last two yeah. seasons have really yeah. failed. Oh, yeah. him. It, oh, yeah. It's not a sexy pick. But go get no. that big man because guess what they did a couple days ago? They went and signed their big man. Big Jeff is back he with the Tennessee hurt. Titans. And look, <clears throat> Ryan Tannehill is on the downhill side of his career, or at least here with the Titans. I, I, I certainly see that part. But if you want to win right now, you got to keep the pocket clean. If you want to bring in a rookie yeah. quarterback, you still have to keep that pocket clean. You know, and we can figure out the wide receivers as we go because clearly we haven't answered that. But it, as long as you can keep the pocket clean, 
to where he can yeah. at least sling it to these guys and push that eight, nine, ten, and eleven man box back a little bit like he was doing early with the Titans. You, you've got a recipe for success because Derrick Henry is no, Derrick Henry. All joking aside, I was a fan of Ryan Tannehill. Everyone kept calling him Tannebum, blah, blah, blah. He really didn't show anything that was bad. Well, it was Poor also coaching. the coach. Yeah, it was also the coach down there that kind of screwed his ass up, too. Yeah. It was, well, okay. Okay, let me let me ask you this, though. All right? Mm-hmm. So, I know, you're, I know you're not necessarily a Titans fan, Patrick, but, but take – be a Titans fan for for this question. So you have you have an old Ryan Tannehill who maybe have one maybe two years left in him. All right, you've got you've got Henry that's fixing to come up on an expiring contract. Yes, you need help on the line, but even with Ryan Tannehill playing, you're not going to be terrible enough to be a high draft pick. He's still going to win you seven eight nine games. You're still going to be around 500. So you're not going to be able to get one of the really good quarterbacks that are coming out next year. Well, so what are you going to do? You can't really go out in free agency and turn around and, and sit there and get a quarterback because your cap you your cap's not going to allow it. So do you pass that up? Even though, even though yes, you need offensive line help. This draft is, is deep in offensive line help. Or I mean, in in offensive linemen and and things like that. So if there's a quarterback that you like there at eleven, why don't you take him? And yes, you're going to have to let him sit. And yes, you may not like that, but if you think he's your future, why don't you get him now? Because you're probably not going to suck that bad next year in order to get one of the top couple of quarterbacks that's going to be there next year. So, So from a football standpoint we'll say that not even a fan standpoint so from a football standpoint i for them yeah they have ryan Tannehill. really it's it's all on the gm honestly but if i was in the titan shoes okay i have Tannehill. Tannehill Tannehill can sling a ball still he can still do this yeah you might not have him in two three years but you build for the guy that's going to come in and take a spot. Yeah, but how are you? How are you? Okay, so you got you look at it now. You have to take everything into consideration. So you have a new stadium coming. You're going to want to sell it out, and you're yep. going to want to make sure you make a splash in it. And mm-hmm. you're still going to have to sit. Yes, you can build around him, but when are you going to suck within the next three years? When are you going to suck enough to be a top hmm. draft pick in order to get but your not first like quarterback? I know who has that answer. Anheuser Busch. Oh Lord! Oh God! <laughs> we have a really good conversation, and then he's got to throw some crap. No, I don't even think. I don't even. I don't even think that soundbite works here. Huh? No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. but uh, well, we need the want, want, want. No, but okay. So honestly. So what I so you start building your team, right? And then you start pulling in a little extra here and there. You you work the you work your salary cap. You get everybody in, right? Like I said, you get good first string guys, you get decent second string guys. So then when it comes time you really find a quarterback that's like really like this guy 
is just checking off all the boxes, right? Then you start making your trades to people for the draft picks to go and get what you really, really wanted. See, I just so don't you start know. acquiring. It's, it's it's all business. You have to acquire. You have to acquire something that somebody wants. True. When you have the, when you have the money to do it. Here's my thing it, on it. it. Is there a quarterback in this draft class that you see that's worth betting the Titans' future on? I mean, honestly, if you're not going to pick Bryce Young, to me, no. But I mean, you've got to have. I think they're stupid for letting Josh Dobbs go up there and and, and sign with. Uh, I think what did he sign with Cleveland? Or did he sign with? Uh, oh God, I have to look. But that was stupid of them to let him go and to yeah, go with yeah. Malik Willis over but, here. I mean, what are you smoking? But, <laughs> but, but I mean, did, was Ron Ren Carthon on the same uh, ayahuasca okay, retreat with well, Aaron Rodgers? Okay, well, there's a, there's another one. Would you turn around and would you trade with San Francisco to? Would you trade? And you know, this was something else I heard too. Would you trade Malik? And swap your second round or or third round pick, which you're swapping from 60, 61 to ninety one or something like that. So swap a third, trade Malik to San Francisco for Trey Lance. See, uh, quite honestly, after that though, I, I don't see. Quite honestly, I don't see going. that working in San Francisco's favor. I don't. Exactly. If I was San Francisco, I wouldn't do that because Trey Lance is still. He still he did good until so, he Brock Purdy true, but, had Tommy John surgery. I don't even know if this dude's even going to be able to fling it the way he was flinging it when he gets back from this. So I mean, there's a whole lot of I don't know that they are facing there I in mean, San Francisco. They were saying the same thing about Chad Pennington, and Chad Pennington went out and proved all the haters wrong. Right? True. True. He had yeah. some serious shoulder shoulder surgery. So like, oh yeah. And he came back and was like, I can still sling it. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those situations where I need you to prove it to me. (laughs) You know, I'm not going on Chad Pennington or or Drew Brees. But but what what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, is there a chance for error? Yes. There's a huge chance for error because it's, it's a crazy surgery. So do you want to do that? Or do you want to kind of keep all your cards you know, get some more good cards, and then when it comes time, lay them on the table and be like, "All right, what? Who wants what? Give us your draft picks. Like, let's what? let's get this here. Let's move up to get the quarterback of our future." Because, like you were saying, uh, Chris, that uh, you know, Tannehill might not have much longer. So no, and and you're going to be moving into your new building in three years. So I mean, you really don't want to kick off your your new building. Sucking. I mean, the Titans when when they first got here, they didn't lose in that building for what a year and a half, Blake. I think oh, Baltimore was, was the they, first. Yeah, was Baltimore the first was the first. That first came day. in there and beat us. So I mean, but but at the same time, I, I mean, I don't. That that's kind of been my thing about it. Like you, you're going to hear rumors. You're going to hear everything else. And and you know, I used to. I used to listen to Floyd Reese all the time. He was on a he was on an afternoon talk show up here, and that man was I loved listening to him because he would tell you anything you hear in April, you don't <laughs> freaking listen to because everybody's lying. Everybody yep. is lying except nah. for us. I mean, you yeah, know, we, we're us. going to tell you the truth. 
<laughs> but th- there's a bit of truth I can tell you. Like Patrick said, April 27th, all the cards are on the table. So with that being said, we are going to have to tie up this show, guys. We will dive deeper into the whole draft process with our next show. Uh, we'll have a little bit more information as far as where the NBA playoffs are at, where the NHL hockey playoffs is starting to wind up in. But we are going to make it a very heavy draft conversation coming up next week. But uh, we are unfortunately up against the clock. We're a little almost an hour and 15 minutes into this bad boy. But uh, again, want to give a huge shout out to Chris and Patrick. Thank you guys for jumping on the show with me every week, guys. Love being here, man. Absolutely. Enjoy the entertainment you guys bring. Another shout out to Glenn the Animal. Dude, really do appreciate you putting these shows up for us and uh, making sure the uh, the dream stays alive. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook. Hit the like button, hit the follow button, and stay up to date on all the action as it happens in between shows. Find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Hit the alert button. That way you guys can hear all the shows drop when they drop. Uh, this bad boy should be ready to go for you guys for your drive in your drive home on the toilet away from your boss, whatever opportunity you get crank this bad boy up and enjoy the intro, man. Cause I absolutely love what we have done for Patrick this week. It's just a killer. But, uh, with that being said, guys, I do got to spend this thing out to the outro real quick. So, uh, until next time, guys, peace, love and hand grenades. Peace.